When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Tom, I'm doing well. I had a very uh, cartoonish series of unfortunate events yesterday in my apartment. Lemony Snicket's ass. Lemony Count Olaf was there. (laughs) And... uh, Listen to that. So first, there was a mouse in our apartment. Oh, no. I think a rat... Yeah, aren't you guys, like, on a high floor? Third floor. Third floor. That's yeah, wild. Crazy. But I think a rat in an apartment is, like, disgusting and terrifying, and a yeah. mouse is just kind of like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So there's a mouse in the apartment, so we have to we put out these sticky traps. Sure. And then uh, a couple hours later, I'm uh, cooking, and boy, in my socks, do I step on one of the sticky traps. Oh, get stuck shit. To my, get stuck to my sock. So I'm like trying to tear it off for like a full minute. I can't do it. Yeah. My roommate comes over to try and help me take it off. And mm-hmm. then I finally rip it off and it just rips my sock <laughs> like in half. And I'm just like, God damn it. Finish cooking. And then uh, whatever. Uh, I'm done. And then go to the bathroom, flush the toilet, and then our sink in the kitchen <laughs> starts overflowing <laughs> like crazy to the point where we have to like run pots and pans of water from the sink <laughs> into the tub. And I've still got one sock on. I'm just like, what the hell is going on oh in my, my life? God. <laughs> you're like uh, you're like that guy from uh, the the phone games where like <laughs> like if you don't save this guy yeah, yeah, by yeah. doing a puzzle, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> the pipe will drown him somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, now I want to ask uh, these sticky traps, these homemade. <laughs> 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 you do, I know you sick little. F- the craziest part of this story, uh, and not to you know put you on blast here, is you cooking. I know, <laughs> yeah. And I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Never again. Never again. Uh, me and Tommy lived together for a beautiful four years. <laughs> I don't recall one time that no, you I really didn't. turned on the old stove. <laughs> I don't. Did we have a microwave in that apartment? We must. We have, did. Right? Yeah. yeah. That, I was eating Chinese food like four mm. times a week <laughs> yep. at that point. Yep. Yeah. You. Uh, I would constantly see. I would hear a ring at the door, and it was Tommy's Chinese food. <laughs> Those were the days. No one to see me. I just had a cooking mishap. And by the way, our guest day is pretty carny. And uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hi, Brittany. How's it hi, going? I'll go back under the couch. <laughs> <laughs> we did make her stay. We don't like people to look at us while we're doing the banter. It makes <laughs> <So> us nervous. <laughs> we're so nervous. So get under the couch like a cat. Um, <laughs> I uh, I cooked right before you got here. By cooked, I mean I uh, heated up one of those uh, Amy's uh, oh. burritos, which I'm going to say right now. The instructions on the, the everything else that Amy does, I'm a fan of. Yes, I like her work. She makes a good soup. Mm-hmm. She makes a great lentil soup. She mm-hmm. makes a lot of good stuff. 
The burrito is where Amy fails, at least in terms of instruct instruction on cooking. I've never made one of her burritos that is not on fire when it comes out <laughs> of the oven. It's truly burnt. And I don't know how to add the burnt pieces into my calorie counter app. I feel like they don't count the same <laughs> as the regular food, but I am eating them. And I'm sure that that's bad for you for some reason, but hell, I like burnt shit. I'm fine with it. But it was truly like smoking when it came out of the oven. I took it out 10 minutes earlier than Amy uh, thought. Maybe Amy's British and she is giving me some sort of uh, kilometer, like metric system time. But 55 minutes in the oven is far too long. There's only one British Amy I care about. Ms. Winehouse. Rest in peace. (laughs) R.I.P. (laughs) R.I.P. Uh, all right, Brittany, how's your day going? <laughs> oh, it's going fine. There's so much. <laughs> thank you so much for having. <laughs> Our guest has been housing some wine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Woo. Okay, I have a few things to comment. Actually, mm-hmm. yes. One is I got to say. Um, okay, um, I'm going to go backwards. So, Tom, I I I would say that I differ from you in your opinion about Amy's food. I would say her bur- burritos are. My favorite in her repertoire. See, I'm not saying that they're bad food. But I'm the saying the process. instructions are impossible. It, unless you have a microwave like a billionaire. Um, no, I'm, I'm working with just an oven. That's good because you're going to like n- not get cancer as quickly as everybody else, I uh, think. I think what? you should have seen these burnt pieces. <laughs> <I was> eating. <laughs> also, I guess it does feel like if a piece of food is burnt, that it doesn't have any caloric content no. because energy like... It's already been zapped by energy, like yeah. the energy in it is taken away. So mm-hmm. it's like negative sp- space. Yeah. So uh, that's my thoughts about that. Um, mm. If I ate a bunch of ashes, what is that? Oh, that's not food. No, it's fiber. In fact, it like puts everything <laughs> into motion. <laughs> or I don't know if that doesn't really. Well, but anyway. So um, and then Tommy. Wait, the rat. <laughs> There's <laughs> the a rat. mouse. There's a mouse. Sorry, a mouse. A mouse. Not a rat. A mouse took. Your sock off of your foot? No, the trap did. <laughs> <laughs> that really speaks to my like that would listening comprehension be, skills. That would be like a different cartoon. That's Tom and Jerry. <laughs> and I, I was cooking the mouse. Right. <laughs> Tommy mind. finally felt like a hunter. He's like, <laughs> we have to eat it. I'm like, okay, Stuart Little 2 fodder. Unless there's already a sequel, but... Now that makes more sense. <laughs> I was really like my mind went to a really cartoonish place, but I just misunderstood. He was in a home alone uh, oh, situation that he created for himself. <laughs> um, I do. I, I also want to comment. This weather today is insane. I played tennis before this. Mm. I'm. I'm. It's balmy. It it's it's yeah. Two days ago, I like couldn't go outside yeah. uh, because uh, mm-hmm. there's a school across the street. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I did it to myself this time. Uh, no, but I, it was so cold, and then now it's uh, it's basically fucking summer again. <laughs> yeah, it's like really, it's super, it's disconcerting. I feel like two nights ago, it was the kind of weather where, like, I, you know, it's like everything kind of hurts, like your skin, your your cheeks, and like even in the train, like it, like it kind of like it, the cold infiltrated through fabric. In every pore, and I like rushed home instead of hanging out with a friend. Mm-hmm. And then today, it's like, oh, yeah, like the future where planet is in question, you know, because it's just warm enough. But isn't the here's the thing? Isn't that kind of sick sometimes? <laughs> every once in a while, <laughs> global warming is cool um, <laughs> because you can play tennis. Um, all right, let's talk. 
our subject today, uh, our dear friend Brittany texted me and uh, had an idea for the podcast, and uh, I want to find the text because, uh, and she also, <laughs> okay, there's a lot here. So the subject today is uh, songs from the Civil War. Which a lot of people have pitched. Yeah. Every guest has tried to do this at some point. We say, no, no, we're holding out for the right yep. <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm. wants to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could feel that in the hours between my texts. They're like, oh, finally. <laughs> finally, yep. this is the right one. <laughs> so Brittany messaged me, okay, fully understand if it's a negative, but would you, be, <laughs> would you consider me on Stand By Your Band for Civil War music and you just sent a song that I refuse to listen to? to um, at the time and said this stuff and i just said absolutely yes uh yeah you're in and then uh that's the way you get booked on this show get make it easy for me just send me the text sure. and then when we're scrambling for a guest we'll go wait a second somebody already asked thank you so much for clarifying to the masses that mm-hmm. it was my idea and no one else in the yes. room yes <laughs> i had to do that so much i deserve i that did credit. uh i was gonna wait till later to bring it up but I posted, I, for some reason, I posted on the Facebook uh, about this, and we have gotten responses somehow, but I wrote, uh, we're talking about songs from the Civil War with Brittany Carney today of Somehow You've Got Thoughts, and um, Brittany did comment on it, uh, did you include my name because you want everyone to know it's a black guest? <laughs> <laughs> and the truth is, I posted because... Some people will see that I'm posting this and they don't know what the podcast is and they'll go like, I'll be like, we're talking about Britney Spears today. And they're like, what the fuck? You hate Britney Spears? And I'm like, I never said that. I'm just saying what the get, like what we're doing. And I didn't want people to think like, Tom must love the Civil War. <laughs> I just wanted them to know it wasn't my idea. But uh, it would be weird, I guess, if it was just a fully white dude. <laughs> Like, hey, I want to talk about the best music I've ever heard. <laughs> Let's hear about the day um, Dixie died. I, you know, what's funny is I forgot about like when I pitched, when I asked if I could, when I asked for permission to pitch this idea, I forgot about that element of your podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But which, but which way? By the way, I love, I love it. It's like a, I love a, a little hook that everybody can kind of get into. Uh, sure. <laughs> what you know, the, the 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 Facebook post, and then I saw it, and I was like. Oh, I really want everyone to know that it's okay because I'm black. You know, it's not like um, <laughs> I don't have a grandfather that was a Confederate to my knowledge. Or grandfather? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> now, Tommy's family did fight for the Confederacy a couple days ago. And, uh, <laughs> I think the ultimate question when it comes to the Civil War is Union, Confederacy, who you got? <laughs> Dude, I lost so much money on FanDuel. <laughs> I've been on one of those reenactments, and uh, I am out of house and home. Um, <laughs> Bet on the number of words in the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> um, in my in my grad program, I had a friend who, and I also worked with him at a um, at a, jo- a, rel- a job relevant to this topic. And he uh, did did maybe does Confederate reenactment, and like everyone. Where like people will be like, oh, why do you pick Confederate yeah. reenactment? And he's like a white guy from Maryland, and he his argument was that so like because ultimately as the war progressed, the Confederate side had like less and like had like shittier resources. 
like they were like starving and didn't have a, as much money for their uniforms. Uh-huh. They wore like and like more random stuff, like more ragtag materials. Sure, so it's easier to get. Well, the he thinks it's more that. interesting, and that was oh. his argument. Interesting. I would, you know, as you were saying that, I was like, oh yeah, because you could just wear anything. And it's like, no, you can't wear like a Washington <laughs> Wizards jersey. <laughs> like, you still have to wear shit that they wore. <laughs> but it's basically, I think you can just wear like a gray towel. Right. Right. And then, mm. so anyway, but he's right. Yeah. So the South will rise again. And, um, <laughs> In I, conclusion. And you, of course, I know that that came to mind because Tommy is wearing a gray towel and that's it today. <laughs> it's weird because it's my apartment, but he showed up. No jacket, just a gray towel. <laughs> uh that is that is interesting but also you still i it is weird because it's like if you're gonna do those reenactments and obviously we must have those um (laughs) what would we do without them uh if you're gonna have those somebody has to be the confederacy but you know i would hope i would think it would be like let's draw straws and i lost and that's how i (laughs) it's funny to think that there are definitely confederate reenactors who are like really bummed about covid taking this away from them (laughs) oh yeah i think that's like 60 percent of the country oh my god happy places by the way speaking of little critters um this Tom's, is Pepe. Tom's child just jumped into my lap. Yes, that is Pepe. Right. That hi, is Pepe. one of my cats. That's the one that is uh, more friendly. Oh, hi. Uh, Reggie has no interest in other people normally, but uh, what are Pepe's pronouns? Pepe is uh, he, <laughs> he <okay>. they, <laughs> meow, meow. Uh, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa. Well, I'm really vibe. Okay, anyway, I'm really vibing. Yeah, with, uh, he's he's Pepe. really enjoying himself. Hi, uh, Pepe. Pepe, ease up, brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> chill out. This is only Ooh. kind of related, but when when you were talking about Civil War songs, when you pitched it, I I always think of the band, uh, the band singing the night yes. Durable Dixie Down. Yeah. You said Dixie, and it just reminded me of the greatest Twitter reply of all time, in my opinion. Which I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but. Uh, this guy, Alex Sulkin, who's a Family Guy yes, writer. The Sulk. Oh. The Sulk, yeah. yeah. So he had tweeted. One uh, of the first well, big Twitter accounts. Yes, yeah, yeah. The account is called The, the, the Sulk? Yes, The Sulk. And he had tweeted, want to listen to the band in quotes, question mark. And then in quotes, no, I just want to sit on an accordion while watching a Civil War documentary, which was the joke. It's a good joke. Uh, yeah. And then Robbie Robertson from the band yes. saw this and replied, Wish I could have written for the Cleveland show instead. <laughs> One of the great Twitter. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. Yeah. That's really it's funny. Unbeatable. And it's like Alex Sulkin is very funny. That is just a great yes. Can't great burn. Your and cat... also the band does rule. Yeah. Last well. Wait, the band I'm sorry. The band is called The Band. Yes. You know what? I have n- no, no, no frame of, of reference. Yeah, you would yeah. know. I think you would know some songs from the band. If I heard them. it, yeah. The band the is wait. called the band. They are called the band. Yeah. Who do they think they are? Well, well they... this is they. They dibsed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like shotgun in a car. <laughs> they were playing as Bob Dylan's backing band when they decided to take that name because everyone just kept calling them the band, and they were like, "Oh, well, just be the band." Yeah. Really? Oh mm-hmm. wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. The oh, great like uh, concert film documentary that Scorsese did about them called "The Last Waltz." That's one of my favorite things. Um, where are they like from? Like, where are they based? 
um, there, there, a few of them are from Canada, mm-hmm. which is why it was always people are like, why are they obsessed with the American Civil War? It makes it even weirder. But uh, they were. So that is kind of their thing. That is weird. But why are you obsessed what? with the American Civil War, Brittany? Well, well, I, I want to well, really quickly before we do that, I, and we will do that immediately after, but I think just so you know, there you definitely know songs from the band. I'll play one for you now. Okay. Gotcha. But I think it's like not. <laughs> I know this. This is <laughs> To me, that's oh. the band. <laughs> In my eyes, that's the only band you need to know. That took me two hours to register. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, for how earnestly Tommy was talking about this uh, group, I really had I mean, they, bad vibes from this. For sure, <laughs> they do exist, and they, they do oh exist. <laughs> By the way, Pepe is completely in my lap. Yeah, Pepe is all in on uh, on Britney. Turns Carney. out I am a witch. <laughs> okay. uh, Pepe is loving it. He tries to do this to Tommy. Tommy uh, shuns him. He puts out a vibe. That oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pepe knows that he's not welcome. Um, all right. So, yes. Uh, what is... What is your obsession what drew you to this with topic? this war? <laughs> I'll tell you what. More with the music aspect. <laughs> I'll tell you what, boys. Okay. Uh, so, like, um, so my, <laughs> sorry, so I were, so I, I, my background is like related to, I, I went to graduate school for early American history mm. and the particular like chronological block of what I was studying, like ended with the civil war cause I took us one. Mm. And then, so like most of my coursework, most of my courses and then also like relevant outside work was like related to the civil war my real shit is the colonial period but i worked at a abraham lincoln museum for like yeah five years oh, in washington wow. dc was he really that honest no <laughs> <laughs> who is you know yeah. <laughs> by the way that uh, that's i would say at that museum the first question the number one question there's like three questions that Everyone, like the visitors asked a lot or like guests, it would be like, where's the bathroom? Um, <laughs> like, was he gay? And then it's like, was he so honest? Uh, you know, um, and I worked <laughs> uh, to answer any of those questions. Jury's still out. Um, but I, I I don't think he was. So, OK, no, they still haven't found the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They like. Yeah, they peed on the tour bus, you know, mm-hmm, back to mm-hmm. Christie Corpus, Texas. Okay, so um, so I worked at this museum for a long time, or what felt like a long time in my formative 20s. And I think my takeaway from it, too, is that I got really, like, super disillusioned with, like, the Lincoln narrative and myth. And most of that is relates to just, like, being, like, a kind of a difficult job and not moving forward in it. You know, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a little shit. And so then... Um, in like a humanities field that's like like low rewards you know and so but then i really felt like so i just randomly as an adult person now have such a close tie to the civil war and ideas about it mm-hmm. f- for someone that i don't think i really thought about it much until after college like like i i don't think i really thought about what the civil war means for us Americans like culturally or politically until I was like fully 24 and onward. And so then um, other jobs that I had in DC and in New York that were like in me- history museums also 
have like stuff that's basically I've I've just like worked for maybe like a decade mm-hmm. in things that are related to the Civil War. Sure. So I don't even know if it's the sexiest war to me. For me, it is not. <laughs> but I just have like a I real. I mean, those guys in gray towels. <laughs> <laughs> I know Tommy looks fantastic. <laughs> He's got the Stonewall Jackson hat. Um, they called it Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Antietam anti L Edom Antietam L Manassas. Okay, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, thank you. Okay, so anyway, yes. So that's my relationship with the Civil War. Oh, and musically speaking, um, I don't know. I've just heard a lot of it. Did they play it at the museum all the time? No. Okay. This museum is like, how do I explain? It's like kind of like a, it's like, it's like a small, it's basically it's where Lincoln um, stayed in during the summers of his presidency and like allegedly like where he wrote the original drafts of the Emancipation Proclamation. Oh, wow. But the whole narrative with this museum is like, he was a man that had a lot of big ideas mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about how they relate to us and our world today. But then I worked at other more straightforward museums that would like play those songs. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. probably where you first heard them. Yes. I would guess. Yeah. Or, and I think I first heard them at an earlier job in Philly that was like, oh, hello. Oh my God. <laughs> Pepe, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm getting, so, Chill, I'm getting bro. so much pussy, but just from one <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yes. Uh, before I moved to DC, I worked to, I worked in a museum in Philly that was like about the constitution. And that's where I heard initially a lot of Civil War music and watched the Ken Burns documentary, where okay. Ken Burns also came to speak to us about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Did he exciting. take 11 hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all had sleeping bags. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Hell yeah. All right. Well, I think that that's a, that's a good setup into what <laughs> we're about to get into. Pepe is going, uh, Pepe is going right crazy. It's because it's, it's, it's like around their time to eat. It so. might be a Confederate cat. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Oh, to yeah, stop yeah. the podcast. Actually, um, <laughs> My cat, like when I like like nine years ago, when my roommate got my cat's sister, little kitten, she's mm-hmm. all gray, so we called her Dixie, and that's still her name today, which wow. is maybe historically problematic. But, <laughs> um, anyway, all right. Well, uh, what so-, so you sent somehow the most songs we've ever received. <laughs> <laughs> so let's try to filter these down a bit, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But what would you like to hear first? Oh, uh, you had the idea Rebel. of like hearing. I was like three rebel songs and three. I uh, do, like, unless you don't vibe. I love with that. that. I, I was like, I think there. I was like, uh, this is kind of like a. Um, it's like when you well, you're about to get married. It's like if you like, they give you a bunch of cake flavors and you get to try, them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Sure. That was the idea earlier. <laughs> anyway, the one that's like, um, well, I, I'll, I'll say the one that is me. Uh, the one that's like, um, I'm a rebel or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm a goddamn rebel. I'm a goddamn like, rebel. I'm a, uh, oh wait, I'm yeah, a I damn good rebel. I wasn't going to use the expletive in this. Sorry, thing. it's I'm a damn good rebel. Don't do that. <laughs> 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I'm doing it. <laughs> Yankee Nation, I do not give a damn. I'm glad I fought again. I only wish we'd won. I ain't asked any pardon for anything I've done. I hate the Yankee Nation and everything they do. I hate the Declaration of Independence, too. I hate the Glorious Union, tis dripping with our blood. I hate the striped banner, I fit it all I could. I rode with Robert E. Lee for three years thereabout. Got wounded in four places and I starved at Point Lookout. I caught the rheumatism, a camping in the snow. But I killed a chance of Yankees and I'd like to kill some more. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the, the sorry, not sorry of <laughs> the Confederacy. It's wild to hear that. <laughs> I hate the Yankees. Hey, by the way, not so long ago. Just around, just true. just in the backyard of our memory. It'd be funny if they played that at Mets games. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I really love about, or what really strikes me about that song, first of all, I honestly, dare I say, an acapella wise, like it's like a bop. Okay, <laughs> I'm serious. Second, um, it's really specific. Mm-hmm. He really goes into details. He's like, no, I'm just not like vaguely kind of like, I'm not vaguely. It's not like, you know, when people are like, you know how there's like a whole mm, block of Americans. If it's like, if you ask them, what was the civil war about? They were like, oh, states, rights." States rights. <laughs> like this is like, and then, and then there's people who were like, well, it was then they take it a step further. They're like, well, it was about protecting American liberty. And like, this song, there's like nothing vague about it. It's so crazy. He's like he talks about rheumatism. He gets like yeah. really visceral, or he who not. <laughs> this is the yeah. This is the Spotify recording of whoever first <laughs> sang, sang it, yeah. in 1863 or whatever. But um, so I think the, the lyrics of the song are really crazy to me because it's like really details. It's like, and I and I guess, you know, also what the song makes me think about. Is like if there was a movie, like you can like imagine the scene that this song played. Mm-hmm. Sex scene. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. It's Owen Wilson. <laughs> got it. Wow. You got to get Owen Wilson in there. <laughs> or- wow. <laughs> I'm in the Civil War. I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Confederate Sergeant Drillbit Taylor. <laughs> his gray shirt is like kind of unbuttoned to his navel, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> well, that'd be a good movie. Owen Wilson's on one side, Luke Wilson's on the other yes. side. Brothers fighting brothers. Yeah, but yes. you know that's true. Luke Wilson is is a union He's the brother. North, yes. yep. He's our yeah, guy. Yeah, he's because <laughs> yeah. he has we brown hair. He's an idiocracy. He's a good guy. That's true. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, Gosling. You're on the other side. Um, 
All right, let's hear another song, please. Um, shall we? Shall we go to the north, or do you want to play three in a row from the south and then? Hey, and then switch it up. It's not my podcast. I'll leave it up to you. Well, it's but it, it's today. My, okay. Today I'm it's your the, podcast. I think let's switch it guest. up. Okay. So, which song would you like to hear from the other side? These let's go with the classic. Here. How about that? How about let's go with um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are any of these? <laughs> They're all Confederates. Like I just. Oh, this shit. is where I come out as. Uh, <laughs> these are the only ones I like. I come out as, uh, Separate the art from the artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Let's let's uh let's let's yo let's let's drop um when Johnny come when Johnny comes. <laughs> when Johnny Cummies <laughs> When Johnny Cummies Marching home Alright here's when Johnny comes marching home People know this. You just feel the Civil War when you hear that. Oh, yeah. You know what? My experience is a little bit different. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> I'd prefer you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Pepe is the, was so focused through that song. Yeah, he um, was liking that. <laughs> He's so pissed I've not fed him yet. It's, oh. uh, you still got four minutes anyway, man. All right, see, he's going to his food bowl. Oh, Sometimes he'll do he'll that. He'll go over there. Guy. He's like, hey, what's over here? You guys want to check it out? <laughs> it's fucking weird over here. You should come by. Oh, shit, you're already over here. You know what else happens to be here? My can of food. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's like when someone's like, wait, should I demo you? Or uh, <laughs> Yeah, my cat just kind of screams at me. Okay, so um, uh, no, no, no. I think that I my first relationship to like the rhythm of that is like Ansco Marching, Barney, early 90s. Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. So I would say like that's at the foundation for me, and then when I realized that it was tied to, yeah, I didn't know this until today that it was a, oh really t- tied to the yeah Civil yeah War. yeah. I hear. I that. thought of it as like a, a Bugs Bunny type song or some <laughs> shit. I thought Tommy was listening to his apartment when he's having this mouse issue. A Bugs Bunny type <laughs> shit. Yeah, I just feel like I've heard it in like cartoons or like in kid yeah. shows when they're like uh, going to do something. It's like a Did you say kink shows? <laughs> yeah, the mm-hmm. kink shows that I watch. Uh, That's why Johnny's coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming. Uh no, like in kid shows, oh, kid I feel shows. like when like the Rugrats or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. I think it wasn't a Rugrats episode. Yeah. I just think that song captured the hearts. I mean, I that is like um in terms of like the composition i guess it's like well you can't argue against that Mm-mm. every american recognizes it even if they don't know what's called or where it's from yeah and maybe like me you'll associate it with the ants come marching mm-hmm. ants come marching home sure which is a really sweet sort of um like reinterpretation of that but anyway so yeah i uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaks for itself. 
Um, yeah, that one is uh, just an all-time banger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear another song. Uh, okay, what do you want to hear next year? for top 30 at most. Okay. Okay, okay, let's go. Let's do Switcheroo. How about that? Yeah, I love that. Let's go with the Yellow Rose of Tejas. Okay, so we're going to hear the Yellow Rose of Texas. Here we go. There's a yellow rose in Texas that I am going to see. No other soldier knows her, no soldier, only me. She cried so when I left her, it like to broke my heart. And if I ever find her, we never more will part. She's the sweetest rose of color, the soldier ever knew. Her eyes are bright as diamonds. They sparkle like the dew You may talk about your dearest May Sing a rose of thee But the yellow rose of Texas Is the only one for me well, Now I'm gone to find her For my heart is full of uh, all right, so I found some song facts on that one. Did you really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this right. charted at uh, number one. <laughs> it says in 1955. What the hell? Uh, it is uh, the Elvis Presley version is in uh, Viva Las Vegas in uh, 1964. Oh, I think it's how I first heard it. Um, during the American Civil War, the Confederate soldiers in the Texas Brigade adopted this as a marching song. Um, really? That's yeah. Apparently. Interesting. That's a marching song because that's kind of like a little lullaby that you, you yeah know, sing to your your, your toddler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Written by an anonymous songwriter known as J.K. Turf. <laughs> <laughs> Turf ass. Uh, the earliest known version of this American folk song was found in Edwin Pierce Christie's 1853 songbook. Christie's Plantation Melodies, number two. Uh, now that's what I call Plantation <laughs> Volume two. Uh, Christie was a balladeer and was widely known for Christie's Minstrels, a blackface minstrel show that started out of New York City in 1847. Fuck it up, fuck it up. Tommy McNamara still puts on today. Sung from the oh. perspective of an African-American narrator, the tune follows his quest to find his lost love, a biracial woman he calls the Yellow Rose of Texas. There you go. Wait, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know why I didn't know? I didn't know that it had like a, that there was sort of this like biracial element. Mm-hmm. And I think listening to that song, my personal fantasy about it mm-hmm. is like, imagine, I was like, yo, she's fucking a black dude from like, the 45th Massachusetts, which, which was like a colored troop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, this woman's definitely, he, she doesn't care about you. She's like, <laughs> fucking a black guy. But Dang. here I, I wasn't, <laughs> but by, um, okay. Well, that tracks. Mm-hmm. That tracks mm-hmm. for this track. <laughs> this track tracks. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's, shall we venture back? Wait, do you have any thoughts on the song? 
I had thought it was uh, just fucking ruled. <laughs> it was very nice. Yeah, I nice did melody. enjoy it. It's I like the harmony. Yeah, it's more. Yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I could hear Elvis singing that for sure. Good. Uh, Gene Autry performed this on his eponymous TV series. Um, <laughs> I, those are my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, of course, eight simple rules for dating my teenage Autry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yes. Uh yeah, I I it was very uh it was very pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we hear another song? What do you want to hear next? We got we're three songs in each oh, uh, oh, so we go choice. we're okay, back okay. to the north. Okay. Sophie's choice. Okay, back to the north. Let's do um Oh, this is a song that has no title on it, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I wanna why don't we go with that? The one that wild was no card. title on it? Oh, yeah. let's hear the wild card. Let's go either way. So this is called The Irish 69. Oh, right. I don't know this song at all, but I picked it because I like the title. And <laughs> Oh, because of 69? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. An Irish also, 69 where like, you pass out drunk on <laughs> your partner upside yeah, down. <laughs> their uniforms were Kelly Green. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were a lot of like Irish and Scottish immigrants working and for the... At least for the Union, maybe for the Southeast, Southeast. Yeah, this could go either way. I guess the thing about this song is that you could just play it in like the airport in Dublin. Everyone would be like, sure, this just feels Irish. <laughs> so I don't even, it's kind of interesting that it's tied to like an um, Irish-American experience, but I wouldn't know. Sons of hill and plain, come listen to my feet is strain. Perhaps you'll think it all a dream, though every line is true. I'll sing to you of our long campaign through summer sun and winter the rain to Richmond's gates and back again. I will relate to you. It was in August 61 that Colonel Owen took command and brought us into Maryland. Then did it rain or shine? He drilled us every day. We rose to learn us how to thrust our foes and often how they felt the blows of the Gallant 69. In February 62, when passing in a grand review, we were told. Our foes we would pursue and Richmond overthrow To Washington we went straightway And sailed in steamers down the bay Until that we were stopped and stayed to land at Fort Monroe I camped and then we camped around Until Great Little Mac came down And ordered us up to Yorktown Our strength that you combine And there we go i'm a sucker for an irish yeah i was just thinking while we were playing that i feel like charlie would have loved this this episode wait who's charlie uh our dear friend who was murdered um, (laughs) he claims he was murdered (laughs) Um, anyway you know in ireland they called him robert (laughs) oley Uh, let's, uh, let's see here. Like much of the amazing historical song material I've been, so this is, uh, David Kincaid who, uh, put together, I think a lot of the songs that, uh, yeah, he's the one who put this to get this, uh, album together. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
he says, uh, I've been so fortunate to find and record the Irish 69th was discovered in an unlikely and roundabout way. While I was on tour in Germany in 1988, a friend who was employed in a Bremen music archive, aware of my deep interest in the Civil War period, handed me a cassette tape he had recorded from an album by an American folk singer named Frank Warner. It was an out-of-print collection of songs from the American Civil War, originally released in the 50s, and included such haunting songs as Virginia's Bloody Soil, sung in his commanding and emotional baritone voice. Uh, I'm trying to find where this gets into the Irish shit, because <laughs> it is part of it. He just um, glosses over. <laughs> Uh, the Irish 69th was one of the songs performed by the Warners and Yankee John, 80 years old. It must be remembered amazingly recalled eight long verses full of colorful detail. The subject of the lyric is not the famed 69th New York. This is clear from its reference to Welsh born Colonel Joshua Thomas Owen in the second verse, a commander of the predominantly Irish 69th regiment, Pennsylvania volunteers, a true green flag regiment. The unit was recruited in the Philadelphia area in the summer of 1861. Originally they become part of the brigadier, uh, general Thomas F. Mager's Irish brigade. Um, yeah. Okay. So the thing about that song is that it does first of all I Irish 69th does sound like some category on Pornhub yes. also like you know it's like my last name it's like that's what I want to walk down the aisle to <laughs> when I marry somebody else whose last name is Carney mm-hmm. you know sure and I think that that song what it really immerses everybody in is like thinking about listen you come from a on a boat from ireland and then it's like hey you're gonna fight a war now mm-hmm. at a low wage yeah and for ideas that you don't even understand yet brother but but you're in you're in and like on both 120 sides. years later mm-hmm. no not even not even not even let's say 60 years after this yeah it's like there's gonna be more Irish people coming on boats to the to this North American soil, mm-hmm. but you were the one that laid the foundation, and you and one can feel that through that um, that pulsating jam. Oh, we got another cat. Yeah. Okay, yep. <laughs> Reggie's ent- Reggie has entered the chat. <laughs> um, um, it is uh, now eight minutes past their feeding time. And do you want to do it? Pissed. Do you want to take a break? No, I don't. We're going to finish this episode, then I'll feed them, then we'll do the Patreon. <laughs> get PETA coming and dumping blood on our asses. <laughs> All right, let's hear two more songs. And okay, then, okay, uh, okay, 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 okay. Is I Can Whip the Scoundrel? Is that from let's the South? <laughs> Speaking of pink shows. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So one of the songs Brittany sent was called I Can Whip the Scoundrel. Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack. Jeff Davis. 
Davis was a gentleman. Jeff Davis was no fool. Jeff Davis rode a dapple gray and Abe Lincoln rode a mule. So Or <laughs> twenty if you choose. For I can take the hide off the Yankee that stole old Abner's shoes. <laughs> Lincoln got ethered. <laughs> yes. yes, I want to keep hearing this song. This is the best one so far. The Yankees took me prisoner. They used me rough, it's true. They took from me my knapsack and they stole my blankets too. So lay ten dollars down or twenty if you choose. For I can hook the scoundrel that stole Abner's shoes. All right. That song fucking goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I first heard it in Twerk 101. <laughs> so yeah. that song, um, first of all, I don't, I don't know who Lil Abner is, but must have some place in like Southern mythology. Like, mm-hmm. Lil Abner <laughs> is a pig, I believe, in like some cartoon or movie. Old Abner, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Teenage a- um, Abner, I don't know. Okay, so that song, that yeah, that song is a bop. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best one in this, but I'll give it that to you. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying of what we've heard so far. That's the one. That's probably that one felt like Johnny Cash. <laughs> that one. Was sure, going. sure, sure. <laughs> and I, it's kind of a universal feeling of when someone steals your boy's shoes. Yes, <laughs> you want to whoop them. You know. Yeah, you, you like it because it. it humanizes the southern cause. Right. <laughs> Also, they fucking got Abe Lincoln's ass. You <laughs> right. damn. Um, what is this? Je- I got to hear about this Jeff Davis, uh, who apparently was a gentleman. He was no fool. Jefferson Davis was the oh Jefferson of the Davis. I was I just read Jeff Davis. It felt, it felt like a guy I used to work with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Davis. I, I like how they made it so casual. Bird. Yeah. Abe Lincoln wrote a mule. I'm gonna have that stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, J. Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Shall we hear one more to pop off? One, one more. more. Okay. Okay. Let's, we got let's it. Let's look through the list here and see what sounds. <sighs> okay. So yeah, I mean, you know these got? better than me. Um, um, you also sent another one that you texted us. I think. Yeah, I don't know if that's which. Wait, 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 wait. It's just Dixie. There's so here's the thing, right? There's the. I, I would say Bonnie. Uh, no. Okay. Um, did we listen to Fight Fight of Doodles? I don't believe no. we did listen to Fight of Doodles. Here's what I'm thinking. We could listen to that. Dixie is a classic, but also everyone's you know. So like you know that you know it's like um uh dun, like. Na, 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 you know we na, have na. it right here. We can just all right, play all right. It. We can <laughs> play it for a second. <laughs> well, let me just kind of. <laughs> let me just. Uh, oh yeah. Stand on a couch and. Southern men, the thunders mutter. Norther shun no labor. Lift up right. Not a harpist chord. Yeah, we know this. Yeah, this yeah. is a classic. Sure. So. Okay, so now. Now we know that. Yeah. So why you don't think? We, okay. So we Here, have let me Flight focus of for two seconds. Flight of Doodles. Can you put it on just a little bit? The army of uh, the, the free. We have the faded coat of blue. blue. Uh, all right, all Rebel right, soldier. Have we listened to that? Uh, and then no more auction block for me. <laughs> Which I think everyone kind of gets yeah. the point. Here, um, and then why don't we go? Why don't we also sent us the fall of Charleston? Why don't we go a little bit chaotic and go with that? Okay. 
All right, let me click on the follow Charleston here, and then we'll uh, we'll get to the Facebook. All right, here we go. Oh, have you heard the glorious news? Is the cry from every mouth? Charleston is taken, and the rebels put the rout. And Beauregard, the chivalrous, he ran to save his bacon when he saw General Sherman's yanks. And Charleston is taken with the whack rowdy down. <laughs> General Sherman whack rowdy doll invincible is he the South Carolina chivalry they once did loudly boast that the footsteps of a union man should near pollute their coast they'd fight the Yankees two to one who only fought for booty but when the mudsills came along it was legs to your duty with the whack I heard Tommy only fights for booty. <laughs> uh, all right, so that song is from towards the end of the war, um, when uh, the Union uh, takes uh, Charleston, South Carolina. I think what's funny to me about that, and maybe the other options were like mm, better in terms of composition, but what I appreciate about that song is that it does sound almost identical to just like the classic confederate anthem dixie which we just listened to it yeah, just sounds yeah. musically the same i thought it was a southern song at first when i started it, and then i was like uh no indeed it is not uh i did like the with a whack rowdy dow <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah 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 hunky boy is <laughs> general sherman uh that was fun i like that song yeah you can tell the war is over yeah, they're like kind of tired of. Once I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I, I, I'm tired of wearing a mask. Like that's like the energy, or, or like mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like okay, this whole like big thing that's like rocked our lives mm-hmm. is winding down. President Lincoln's about to. Um, he's really busy. He should. He, you know he's he he's been really busy putting policy into place. Like he should, he deserves a trip to the theater. You know. Um, <laughs> yes, it is finally <laughs> his time to relax at the old theater. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so all right, we got a little tick. We got a little tack. Yes, from both sides. So mm-hmm. I want to before we get to the Facebook, I want to talk about really quickly. So uh, I think that this your idea to talk about the Civil War was relevant because a lot of people think that right now we're heading into another Civil War. And there is, of course, music coming from both sides. Uh, we recently got a new Rebel Anthem, which I'll play a little bit of uh, really quickly. I'm sure there's going to be an ad for this, but that is okay. Uh, all right, so this is the new. We we've recently got a rebel anthem, and uh, I, I'll play a little bit of that, and then I'll play the new. I do uh, have a guess. Yankee album. <laughs> of what you're about to Here's play. the new rebel <laughs> album or the new rebel music for the for the Confederate side. Oh, this is really great. <laughs> so this is the new Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you to Kid Rock. Woo! 
So that that is the new if there is to be a civil war that will mm-hmm. be the anthem mm-hmm. for the confederacy mm-hmm. and on the north they also have an anthem <laughs> they also have an anthem that we will be uh we will be excited to hear uh and this is when when the north is marching into battle we're gonna, we're going to be hearing this <laughs> Oh, by the band. <laughs> Listen to Levon drum on that. <laughs> All right, let's. Um... Doesn't the Maroon Five sound like an old infantry you'd hear? About? That's right. <laughs> exactly. The Irish 69th, the Maroon Fifth. <laughs> They're from Canada for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the Facebook and get the hell out of here. Did we get anything on the Twitter? We got two comments on the Twitter. Ooh, we got Alex Town said, hard not to love Robert E. Lee, his whole catalog, <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Johnny Metz wrote, hard times, come again no more, which is a song from the oh, 1850s. Okay. That apparently go. Mavis Ooh. Staples covered, which I will check out at some point because I love Mavis Staples. Hmm. There you go. Uh, all right, we actually did get a few. I didn't post this on the Patreon. I apologize, but I didn't think anyone would give a shit. Uh, so Pat Sievert wrote uh, the Ken Burns soundtrack. Uh, Ashokan, uh, uh, farewell holds up. Uh, it'll make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Damn. Oh, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Still standing. Yep. <laughs> like the Southern cause. I mean, anyway, I, the song you'll recognize it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to play it right now, but I, yeah, I assume I would recognize it, and I agree. <laughs> um, Michael Sal, uh, Salasolia says, John Brown's Body is a great song. It shows up in kids' folk song books, which is odd but still cool. There's a concept record by the band Titus Andronicus, thematically yes. oh. based on the Civil the War. We saw that. Yeah, oh, interesting. We went and saw that live not three months ago or yes, something like that. Yes, we did. Um, uh, which is a modern classic. Uh, the name of the album is The Monitor. Yeah, we know. Uh, we just said that. Yeah. Um, and uh, a must listen if you're a fan of indie rock. It was fun. Um, we talked about it on the Patreon, I believe. Um, it was very funny. We probably mentioned this, but they, so in that album, they play little Civil War snippets. They have kind of re recorded by indie people. Oh. And people were in the crowd were talking along with, yeah. the, like, they have like Craig Finn reading an old Abraham Lincoln speech, and everyone's like saying the words. It, it was very weird. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, Whoa. as someone who had never heard the album before that day, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? But it was a great show. Patrick yeah. Stickles is a great performer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I just remember that in my life, I did, in D.C., I dated this guy who was in a bluegrass band Ooh. that did a Civil War songs concert in the place that was like a hospital where a Civil War nurse worked. Oh, and wow. I like that, I think, also just describes most of my romantic experiences, <laughs> whether or not it involved that concert. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Mike O'Keefe says, Johnny, I hardly knew you is a bop. 
Uh, Brad Chester says, unfortunately, the bad guys had some bangers. Yeah, <laughs> which we did find out. Yeah, the North did have some yeah. good songs. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but nothing beats marching through Georgia, old Crow Medicine show version. All right. Mm. Uh, Dan Menden also says, I love Titus Andronicus. Mm. Uh, Tim McLaughlin says, oh, I've got a thought. <laughs> this premise is insane. <laughs> Tim's have been Ooh. very sassy. Yeah, lately. Tim's been sassy. <laughs> yeah. He just had surgery. He's Salt recovered. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Derek Humphrey says, wasn't this the sound and aesthetic the Avett brothers were going for? Eh, kind of. Yeah. There was a genre of music that fit this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's see here. Uh, Pete Stegemeyer says, I had me a girl. It's fantastic for a really long time. I thought he was Jack White's brother. All right. Uh, Matt Alonzo Morning says, not a Guns N' Roses strongest song, but a decent single. Hey, there you go. Uh, Donnie Sinkstack says, uh, Maryland, My Maryland is a pro-slavery song. Calls Lincoln a tyrant. Last line is huzzah. Uh, she spurns the northern scum, and it was the official state song until last year. Oh my God. Now it's just the historic state song, and people are pissed. <laughs> Wait, I was going to send that to you, but it's really? low tempo. He says, also does not slap. Uh, yeah, just a racist slap. poem <laughs> over saying over the tune, Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> That's great. I miss Donnie. Yeah, me yeah, too. Great, great um, he put his whole pussy into that comment. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> that was was that a reference? Or something? I just thought it'd be funny to say. <laughs> All right, well, with that, <laughs> we're kind of done here. Brittany, you got any final thoughts on the Civil War um, <laughs> slash the music? Um, I just say, everyone, consider both sides. Consider both sides. Those are your final <laughs> yep. of the music sheet because there's yes. more than ah, read yes. and play. Yes. <laughs> nice dramatic pause that there. Great. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that will be the clip we share, uh, but without the second part. Um, uh, all right. Thanks so much for coming on, Brittany. Thanks everybody for listening. We rate the playlist seven out of seven. seven and, out uh, of seven. Uh, for all the states that matter. <laughs> uh, you have anything you want to promote while you're here? Oh no. Not a stitch, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, you're the best. Um, okay, I think at the time of this, uh, when this comes out, I will be in Chicago. So come see me there. Uh, yeah, I'll be there for a few days. I'm doing the Lincoln Lodge on, I believe, the 22nd. I'm doing uh, Laugh Factory. I think like all the other nights I'm there, and uh, just. Just check out my social media, Tom Takar. You'll you'll find me, and uh, I hope to see you. I'm also going to be in Raleigh coming up, in Austin, in St. Louis very soon. In St. Louis in February, uh, which is a great Civil War song. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Tommy. Uh, me and Luke Monis will be doing our Union Hall show January 28th at 10 p.m. Friday, January 28th. Just announced. So Wait, that yeah. Out. That reminds me that I do have something to promote. <laughs> which is that I also have, I'm doing an hour at Union Hall on February 25th. Yeah, oh, that's exciting. It's amazing. Yes. All right. Um, Hell yeah. I'll so get your Valentine's Day out of the way. You have yes. 11 days to recover. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, go see Brittany. She's the best. And uh, and get on the Patreon because she's going to be the guest on this week's Patreon also. So uh, we got to get out of here. Keep it crispy. Bye. Bye. Right. Thank you. I love you. <laughs>